everyone and a massive welcome to the Dedicate Podcast. This is episode one of season two. I'm Kate Ivey, your host, and today is a little bit different. Today it is me in the hot seat and Anna, our head trainer, will be asking me some of your questions. You'll learn a lot about me, my life, my career, my challenges, so listen along and you'll also get a wee bonus, um, Anna says something hilarious that just made my day. Hey everyone, my name is Anna and I am the head trainer here at Dedicate. I am here today to interview Kate Ivy herself. I am super excited for this one. I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> oh, the shoe is on the other foot. Oh. <laughs> are, are you ready for this, Kate? Oh, we'll see, we'll see. Cool, so we're going to start today with a few questions from you all out there, starting with dedicate and Kate's career and then we're going to move into a little bit of health and fitness um, before a little bit of lifestyle and whatnot. So Kate, what did you study at school sort of um, or university pre-children? Yep, so I did a Bachelor of Education majoring in exercise prescription and I also did a Bachelor of Science majoring in psychology and I did that down in Dunedin. Uh, lots of fun down there. Double I met, degree, good job. Yes, and that's where I met your husband, Anna, didn't I? Yes, you did, <laughs> down in Otago at yeah. university. Nice. Um, someone asked here, it, it's not quite in order, but someone's asked, has your psych degree helped with your health and fitness? Yes, and yes definitely. And I also, as part of my PE degree, I did a lot of um, exercise psychology and sports psychology papers as well and it was something I was really big on um, was that side of things having played a lot of sport myself I was very interested in how the mind affects what we do and as we all know it plays such a huge part so um, being able to analyze sort of the behavioral factors and what makes us exercise and what stops us from exercising yeah has been massive Gosh, yeah, that would have been super interesting. And I bet you always refer to things now from that, do you? Yep, often. It's sort of ingrained a lot in what I do and, you know, in your makeup of everything. Um, but it's definitely, you know, we cannot underestimate the power of our mindset and um, all the different factors that go into what we end up doing. Oh, absolutely. And what did you do after university, uh, pre-dedicate and motherhood? Yep. So straight after uni, I moved to Christchurch and I was still finishing off some papers for the psych degree. And I worked as a mobile personal trainer. Um, so I went into people's homes and um, helped them and we did some psych as well. And it was it's quite interesting because... So I was working for a company and their model, what we did is we went in with two sets of dumbbells and a Swiss ball. Does that ring any bells? Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. So that's how you've come up with the idea for Dedicate? Well, no, not, not for Dedicate, but for Sculpt, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where Sculpt came from. Um, after that, I worked for the Heart Foundation. I worked in schools and early childhood centres implementing um, exercise and nutrition programs. That was lots of fun. Oh, cool. And then my now husband was heading overseas. I wasn't quite ready, but I decided because he was going that I wanted to go as well. Uh, you chased him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I worked as a waitress, which I was horrible, horrible, horrible at. <laughs> I think I've said this before, I can't remember where, but they did like me though because I was reliable, especially in a ski bum sort of a town where people were sort of coming and going all the time. But for those six months, I was always there on time. I'd do what I was supposed to. I may have spilt a few drinks on people, um, but <laughs> and got a bit nervous and forget orders and all that type of thing. But I was always there. I was polite. I was happy to be working. So that was quite fun. And especially the tips in the weekends was quite motivating. Oh, yeah, nice. I've got on you sticking it out. <laughs> yeah. And then we moved to London and I worked uh, as a stop smoking facilitator, so for the NHS. Um, so half of the job was working with people one-on-one -on -one to help them to quit um, and we'd prescribe um, their method of quitting, so patches, or we'd um, send them to the doctor to get a prescription for um, medication. Um, and then there were some other tools as well, patches, did I say patches, or... Um, yeah, other things. Yeah. And then after London, we moved back to my husband's family farm and I did the marketing. Oh, sorry. And the other part of that job was 
marketing the service. So it's health promotion, which is a big part of what we do with Dedicate as well. So that was that. And then we moved to my husband family farm and had our children and I worked for his family tourism business doing the marketing. And I also ran boot camps and did one on one fitness sessions. So I did boot camps on the lawn when the kids were asleep. And then I did one on ones as well. So in the summer, I'd be even I'd have a 730 session, 830 session and a 930 session when there was enough daylight. And then I had one amazing person that I worked with who was a neighbor because there weren't many people, there weren't many possible clients. So it was an incredible experience. She um, had was diagnosed with type two diabetes and she weighed around 160 kgs and she got this diagnosis and she realized that she needed to change her lifestyle and that she really desperately yeah. wanted to change her lifestyle. And it was a, a huge learning experience for me and a huge opportunity because a lot of personal trainers go through their lives working with people, but never get the opportunity to work with someone who has such severe health issues, but is so motivated to turn their life around. So she oh, what was a rewarding experience. Oh yeah, it was so cool. So she was amazing. She was so focused. Um, at the start, we had to pretend that she wasn't coming to see me. So she was keeping it really secret. So she would come to my house and um, we had to keep it a secret. So we had a mutual friend and he was over at our house. He must have come over when she was out in the back room doing the training with me. And he came in and said, was that her? And I had to, because um, it was her car. And I had to oh. say, oh, no, no, it's just someone from Mount Cook with the same car. And he believed it because she was hiding this exercise she was now doing, this healthy eating. And because she was not that way at all before, he believed yeah. that it wasn't her. And then eventually she told everyone. And within six months, she was the one motivating everyone else in the community. Oh, that is so cool. I've got goosebumps. Yeah. So she was dragging everyone else along to the boot camps and motivating everyone oh, and being wow. so supportive. And that was amazing. She reversed type 2 diabetes. Woohoo. Yeah. Oh. And she did lose over, I think it was about 80 kgs. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah. So it was a pretty big experience. And so power sessions for those de dedicate members that came from her because um, we used to do these 20 minute blasts and I was about to launch my program and I told her what the names were and I said you know a 20 minute something something because I couldn't think of a name she said oh yeah power sessions I was like oh that's yeah. right that's what we called them so yeah they're oh, still in we, dedicate today cool we can hear all the little bits of dedicate coming together with the boot camps on the lawn and then yeah. the power sessions and the sculpt with the two sets of dumbbells and the swiss ball yeah oh so so cool have you always been interested in fitness in the sports industry yes so i played a lot of sport growing up sport was my self-identity it was who i was it was what i was good at um it's what i did when i wasn't doing anything else you know it was it took up a lot of what I did so I always yeah. wanted to do something to do with that um so it was a real a real natural choice to then study PE in, in, in Dunedin but I knew I didn't want to be a teacher um yeah and I'd always do things like um I'd get a couple of friends to practice netball and I'd I'd make up the drills and the fitness routines <laughs> and stuff like You're that always yes. the boss. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and what was your favorite what was your favorite sport that you like to play what's your favorite um yeah the ones I was best at were netball and basketball good height yeah but I was a goal attack so um it's not quite tall enough even though yeah I was still stuck at it yeah so I played a, a lot of those two I also played touch volleyball swimming tennis athletics oh jack of yeah. all trades nice work <laughs> And how did you start Dedicate? What made you want to start it and yeah. why? Yeah, so I always wanted my own business. So that was a big thing. Um, my you were going to be a farmer's wife? No, exactly. My husband's a farmer. <laughs> and <laughs> looking back, I know that um, I did it to avoid that. But I did it also to um, because I, I needed something for me. But what made me do that in particular was, so I'd brainstorm lots of ideas. I'd suggested... Um, you know, I talked to my husband about it. Maybe I designed T-shirts or something, make some cool T-shirts. Uh, and then he suggested an ice cream truck on the edge of Lake Pukaki. Uh, and when he said that, that was actually the defining moment when I realised what I needed to do because oh, well, I felt a bit offended, to be honest. I was, 
I mean, it would be a great business, but I sort of made me realize that I needed to do something that I was really passionate about and something totally. that I was able to use my skills. Um, and it was after you didn't have a double degree to sell ice cream. Really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But um, I mean, any business you need good skills, whether you're selling ice cream or fitness, whatever you're selling. Yeah, that made me realize that I need to do something I was passionate about. And after I had my third child, everything sort of just clicked into place. So I had periods in my life as well where I was, I wasn't confident in myself. Um, I wasn't looking after myself. Um, after my first two children, I, so during my pregnancies, I, fitness and healthy eating sort of would just go out the window. I was all yeah. in or all out. Yeah, come in fits and starts. Yeah, and then after my first two kids, I got really fit, fitter than I am now. Um, I wasn't eating well. I was eating special K for two meals a day, and I was focused on weight loss and being skinny. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as I got pregnant, it was like this massive, um, you know, like, oh, here's an opportunity to fuel my body, but I didn't Get fuel healthy. effectively. But um, yeah here's an opportunity, you know, I'd been doing unrealistic things. And it was after my third child, I realized that I needed to, you know, to look after myself, I needed to be effective and efficient with what I was doing. Um, and I needed to be able to make it fit into my life. And I needed it because I, was, I wasn't going to have any more kids. So I needed to make sure it was sustainable. And I worked that out um, through my own experiences, obviously through my education and experiences in my career. But it's I think it's through your own experiences that things are really cemented that you really yeah. can put yourself on other people's shoes if you've experienced it as well and yeah you learn on your journey don't you yeah and I just yeah I realized that I that I had these skills and that I had this strong desire to share it with others that I just knew That's that strong. there would be other women out there like me that I could share what I'd learned with yeah yeah Oh, that's awesome. And I mean, gosh, and you have, and you've done so well and dedicates going so well because it's real and real people out there doing it. And you've created a real program that people can fit into their life. It's amazing. Yeah. How did you get through the tough times at the start of your business? Yeah. So there were definitely tough times and there still is. It's ongoing, tough times. Um, I just stuck to my own goals and yeah, my own determination. I've always been determined and hardworking and I just stuck to those and reassured myself that I could achieve it and that if I gave up, that I wouldn't. Awesome. So that's so what like kept your, me going. A bit like your fitness approach, approach, you knew there was going to be bumps in the road and you had to deal with those along the way. It wasn't yeah. all going to be up, up, up and smooth sailing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that is just so cool. And has your husband always um, been supportive of Dedicate and you launching it? Yeah, so it's been a journey for us both. Um, he wasn't particularly supportive at the start. It was actually quite tough. And, you know, I wasn't making money at the start and he was having challenges on the farm. We just moved to a different farm. We just built, um, we just built and money wasn't, you know, money was tight and he was busy and, you know, I can see from his perspective why he maybe wasn't that supportive. I have thought about this a lot because it was tough and I think him not being yeah. supportive at the start was probably one of the hardest things and I had to really dig deep and tell him, just believe in me, I'm I'm going to get there. You just have to be patient. It's not going to happen instantly. And he's really supportive now and I've thought about it and I'm not going to hold that against him because I think we've both um, learned a lot over the last five years. And well, yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, and he's he's grown as well as a person and he's learned things as well. And we sort of had to navigate quite a bit. It was a new thing. Yeah. And he so, probably would have been reasonably happy with you raising the children, helping out occasionally on the farm and, you know, just doing some of that stuff. So to take on a full time, you know, your yeah. own business venture was just huge. Yeah. And from his perspective, he he does all his own books, which a lot of farming couples, the wife does the books and plays yeah. a support role, um, which I don't for him. So there was a bit of adjusting there. And, you know, from his perspective, it wasn't helping him, you know, it was just making yeah. his life harder. So, um, yeah, but we've both grown with that. And I think it's made us stronger 
in the long run rather than feeling like oh you didn't support me rah, rah, rah. it's yeah. um yeah we've got you guys totally overcome a few obstacles it's yeah, yeah good stuff do you have a mentor or someone who's helped you out along the way yep so i had a business coach who was a friend from uni um, and then now I have a business manager who has just, I've just been on board with for a few months. And for anyone out there, I highly recommend it no matter what stage of your business you're at. Someone that you can bounce ideas off, someone that helps you not feel alone in it. And someone, yeah, it really takes away a lot of pressure and you can get really stuck in the business. So you need someone to help you to look into the business and see yeah. what you can do to improve it. Yeah, so that's been a massive thing for me. Awesome. How did you come up with the vision for Dedicate? We've sort of passed on a bit of that, I think. Yeah, exactly. Boot camps and- yeah, exactly. So the, the, the basis of it was um, what I wanted and what would work for me. So I basically just designed something for someone like me and that's where it's been easy to design because you know i just believe that there would be women just like me who had struggled and um wanted some things from home that were quick and efficient but also really varied as well so yeah yeah. and you live and breathe it every day like even now you know it's part of your busy you've got three kids the business like yeah you've got to have a quick effective workout and yeah oh cool what is your biggest challenge with living rurally and running a business? Yeah, so it's... The Wi-Fi? <laughs> yeah, no, our Wi-Fi is fine. Um, it's not such a big deal now because people aren't traveling much, but at the start it was hard to build connections and um, I get invited to go to things, say, in Auckland for a weekend. Yeah. And, you know, for a lot of people that's just, you know, you're already in Auckland, so you just go along or you're in Christchurch, you jump on a flight. But for me, it's a three and a half hour drive to the airport just to get up there. And I didn't want to say no to anything. So balancing location and kids with getting to things, yeah, to make, build those connections and yeah. What was Dedicate like in the beginning before the other trainers come on board? So when it was just you doing all the workouts every week on (laughs) your own? Yeah, so there weren't as many as there are now. So there would have been one sculpt, two power sessions, boot camp, resisted, low impact, five-minute abs. Does that sound right? So it's about seven. Yeah, so it was challenging for me. It was easy at the time because – it was the crux of everything I did. It was basically social media and filming the workouts, whereas now I have a lot more other work that I do. Yeah, yeah it was great because I lived and breathed every component of it. Um, but when Anna came on, she was the first one to come on, it was a breath of fresh air. And I realized how, probably how fatigued I was in a lot of those workouts. Yeah. And I was just going to say, like, did you ever get to the point where your body was just sore and tired? And well, you were, or, I tried. Did you just you had a routine and you knew well, on yeah. Monday it was sculpt yeah. And- I just yeah, I just had a routine and I didn't do stuff in the weekends. It was just during the week. But yeah, looking back, like our workouts got more challenging and more motivating and more um, more energetic when you came on board, Anna, because of what you bring, um, but also because. I was able to then focus on a smaller amount of workouts and give all my energy rather than spreading myself really thin. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, was the long-term goal always to bring on more trainers? That's or- definitely evolved. Yeah. yeah so that wasn't over time. Yeah. Did you think at the start that you would do it all or you just started and then thought, we'll just see how it goes? Yeah, well, I did just think, just see how it goes, but I've always had big visions for it. So my plan was always for it to be big, um, but I just didn't know exactly how that looked. Um, I also didn't realize how much work would be involved. Like I knew it'd be tough, but I just kind of envisioned amazing things happening pretty quickly. And I guess they did, but yeah, it's a bit different when you have to put in the work each and every day and keep going. You've you've sort of answered this a little bit, but what was the transition like from leading all the workouts to then only leading a few? Yeah, like I said, it was really good to be able to share the load and have a team. Sometimes it is challenging in that it was a lot 
It's a lot more work than I thought having a team. I was thinking, oh, cool, a team makes life easier, but in some ways a team actually makes life harder. Yeah, staff can always always be a challenge, can't they? You yeah, know, no matter yeah. what, it's yeah, just exactly. any business, yeah. different personalities, and yeah, yeah, and just making sure everyone's like communication, making sure everyone's over everything, and people understanding what you mean, and people do things differently, and yeah, lots yeah. of little things that I um, didn't sort of realize. I've learned a lot over the last year, that's for sure. Cool. Who inspires you, and you know, where do you find the inspiration to just keep pushing forward and growing? Dedicate. I think it honestly comes from within. It's doing new things and growing dedicate excites me and it gets me out of bed. Um, if there's nothing happening, nothing going on, um, I feel flat. And yeah. yeah, it's just, it comes from within and the desire to, to build the platform and see people enjoying what we do and getting results and changing their lifestyles. From what oh, we absolutely. do yeah is there anyone in particular who inspires you or i do you... love steph claire smith who, who i guess is a direct competitor i think she is has an amazing knack at being real yet kind of you know real yet beautiful and kind of kind of out of reach but really yeah like i said yeah. relatable at the same time yeah how did you build such a great team of women from all over the world? Gradually, slowly, um, <laughs> probably quite fast in the last um, wee while. But yeah, Anna coming on board was pinnacle to that and the success of that. And Anna, you just being such an awesome person has really driven that because it gave me the confidence that I could bring other people on the team and that it would be successful. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to be part of the team. <laughs> What made you decide to roll the business out big? Yeah, like I said before, it's um, it was always going to be big, and it has to be big for my for you, the you business model. Big right from the start. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I thought big. I dreamed big, and for the business model that we have, it has to be big for it to stack up as a business. So um, yeah, and then the Australia launch um, was something we'd thought about, and then New Year's Day this year. I had originally been planning on doing it next year and New Year's Day this year. I was like, fuck it, let's do it this year. And so I just wrote down a goal and then did it. Um, oh, yeah, I learned a lot in that time. I probably went a bit too quick and probably didn't dot enough I's and cross a few T's first, but that is life. You live and learn and you become out stronger and more successful from the challenges. Oh, absolutely. And sometimes you've just got to jump in, don't you? And mm. it's sink or swim and you find your way through. Yeah, exactly. Um, how, do you, how do you mentally deal with all the competition? I find the best way to do that is just to block it out and focus on my yeah. lane, focus on what yeah. we're doing. And um, yeah, if you compare yourself to others, get worried about what others are doing. You're forever chasing them or you're forever doubting yourself. But yeah, I find it much easier to um, yeah, focus within. With business growth comes growing pains. What have been yours? Yeah, so problem, perhaps growing too quickly, taking on too much at once over the last year, that would be a massive thing. Um, yeah, so that would be it. Was there ever a time you wanted to give up on Dedicate and just throw in the towel and go, actually, I'm done? Yep, um, no exaggeration, at least once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Sometimes at least you must just go, why Like, am I spending so many hours and no sleep and yeah. just running on empty? Yep, and they have those times where um, maybe you feel like, I feel like I maybe haven't been doing enough with the kids or feeling guilty yeah. about that. And you think, is this worth it? Why am I even doing yeah. this? Why am I doing this to myself? Do I want to keep doing this? And the answer always comes out to yes. Um, and I think those thoughts are, are positive because it makes you stop and look at your priorities and yeah. assess how you are managing to juggle everything and what needs to give and you know in order to keep going and be Bit able to process yeah and tick all the boxes and yeah. in, in life's juggle yeah uh, congrats on the aussie launch um what is the next big move for the dedicate empire um it'll just be consolidating what we've what we've done in new zealand and australia for now i'd love to launch into like canada and 
the UK, um, but that won't be yet. That will yeah. be in the future, yeah. It's been a pretty solid last 12 months, so just uh, crack on with that. and Yeah, exactly. Goes. Exactly. <laughs> would, would you consider running any retreats or weekends for dedicators? Yep, I've definitely thought about this. Um, it's just really challenging with family life at the moment. So I've got an 11-year-old um, who has special needs as well, so that's an extra challenge. And I have a 9-year-old and a 6-year-old. And I don't want to look back on my life and yeah. think I wasn't there enough. Like I'm already at risk of that and yeah. I don't want to push things any further. So I have my business goals, but my business goals are not at the expense of my family. Yeah, the um, kids just grow so fast too, don't they? Like, oh, no, you don't it's wanna, yeah, so scary. Yeah. yeah, so retreats and stuff in the future, I reckon we will definitely do at least one and see how it goes, but it'll be when my kids are, my kids are older, yeah. Older. Good on you. That was um, that was the last question out of our out of our first sort of dedicate slash career more serious side. Yeah. And take a wee a wee breath there. Woo. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> um, we're going to move into a few health and fitness questions that people have got for you before we hit up the last few lifestyle questions. Okay. How many workouts is your comfortable amount per week? Yep. So it's four to five. I love being able to do five that's when I'm feeling really good and that's a great amount for me. Um, but my lifestyle doesn't always allow that. So as yep. long as I can do four, then I am happy. And that's why we, why we encourage four as a good amount. It's a good amount balancing what you have to do with your life and getting the results and how you look and feel. With your workouts, it's realistic yeah. over seven days, isn't it? You know, yeah. you can fit four in. You can look at a seven-day week and slot something in there. Yeah. Do you have days where you aren't motivated to do a session, or you just can't be bothered? All the time, Absolutely, all the yeah. time, and I think it's totally normal. <laughs> and a big turning point for me was realizing that it's normal. Those people yeah. you see running the coast to coast or ultra marathons or whatever, they get that too. The difference oh, yeah. is what you do with those thoughts and whether you override them and overcome them or whether you take them on board um, and reminding yourself how you feel afterwards is a huge thing. On that note as well, since I haven't been leading all the workouts, I've actually been finding the motivation to lead workouts harder, which is interesting. Not initially, but now I think when I was doing them all, there was no time to stop and think if I could yeah. be bothered or not. But now it's like, oh, and they do were I live. Yes, there are a lot of lives, so you just get on and do it. That was a big thing. With leading workouts as well, you you do need so much more energy than when you are doing a workout. So sometimes I'm like, yeah. oh, I wish I could just put a sculpt on and just do a sculpt yeah. rather than actually lead it. Um, I call it sometimes like turning into Beyonce, like you've yeah. got to put on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're ourselves, but let's be honest, it's not going to be fun and exciting for everyone if you and I and all of the other trainers, we're just a bit like, oh, I'm a bit yeah. tired. <laughs> yeah, and we say from time to time, you know what, we're tired or whatever, but if every single yeah. workout we yeah, were yeah. having a big old complaint and had no energy, it wouldn't come across well. But I've had um, the last two weeks, I've done two workouts each week and had a bit of a break done less work nice. than normal with school holidays and I was a box of fluffies in the workout this morning it felt so oh. good to feel energized and refreshed you forget how important it is yeah. sometimes to take a break it's in a planned break too sometimes you know not because yeah. of sickness or injury but to plan a good couple of weeks yeah good on you yeah have a wee refresh on the days you film a workout do you do another workout or no I don't at all no that's my workout and you'll be the same in it are you yeah totally yeah. Yeah, so we give we give it our everything in, in those workouts and that's part of what it is. We'd be able to achieve slightly more if we didn't have to talk at the same time, um, but we are giving everything so that you can see that we're there working hard with you and sometimes we have to take pauses or breaks or... Drop to our knees, drop Exactly, yeah. yeah. When the kids were little, when did you work out? Yep, so when the kids were young, I worked out either at lunchtime when my husband came in, he's a farmer, so came in for lunch, um, yep. or I would do it once they were in bed at night. So I used to find that really good, getting them to bed between six and seven and then working out then. Doing the old evening workouts, especially yep. on those longer days with daylight savings, yeah. a bit cold on, a bit hard on a wintry, wintry night. Yeah. Um, how did you get started on your personal fitness journey? 
So I'm guessing maybe like post children or. Yeah. So it's been evolving um, throughout my life and ups and downs, but how did I get started on it? Well, it was something I was always going to do. I actually sort of hit kind of my own personal rock bottom when I was pregnant with my third child, I ruptured my Achilles playing basketball. I was 20 weeks pregnant at the time and I was thinking to myself, yeah, I think this is going to be the last game. And I always said I'd keep playing until it didn't feel comfortable and it, something didn't feel right. Well, my body told me something wasn't right and bang, ruptured my Achilles. But uh, this is going off course a bit, but I just want to say how grateful I am that that actually happened because yeah. we started a therapy program for my daughter Uh three weeks after that happened and that involved most of my time um, and because I'd ruptured my Achilles and I was pregnant and I had two young kids, one in nappies, um, we had someone live in that helped. Oh, cool. So I was able to spend a lot of time with Olivia um, while my son, you know, like I was, I'd be on the floor with her for an hour and a half. Um, well, I couldn't have, I had an 18 month old. There was no way I could have done that otherwise. Yes, otherwise. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I was pregnant, ruptured Achilles, no mo movement, using food as a form of emotional, you know, making me, making me feel good, eating anything and everything. And I just had my baby and I, two weekends in a row, I ate, can't remember if it was one dozen or two dozen of my mum's Christmas mince pies, like pretty much in one sitting. They are so delicious, but I sort of got, looked at myself and thought you need to start looking after yourself and you need yeah. to do it as soon as possible so I waited for Christmas day but as soon as Boxing Day hit I oh, was on a mission it. I was on a mission yeah. and it felt so good um, to get my strength of fitness back and it was from hitting that low point and then overcoming it that yeah led to starting up Dedicate anyway. Oh that's such a such an inspirational story as well and just making some small changes that you knew you could sustain throughout you didn't go all gung-ho on it. Exactly and, just, and I, so I'd yeah. use what I'd learned in those last you know overcoming those periods where I was too intense after those other two yes. pregnancies yeah. yeah. Um, I think you mentioned it at one time that you were unhealthy and slightly overweight what was the trigger to get you back in shape? Probably yeah just it was then that. yeah it was, it was just feeling awful both, unmotivated and sluggish yeah, and, sluggish yeah. and also putting clothes on and feeling horrible yeah like, like no confidence you know yeah looking. lack of confidence feeling horrible um just not being able to move like I used to and sport and exercise was really tied up with my sense of self-identity yeah so I felt lost I didn't feel like me so I just knew I needed to get that back bring Kate back yeah um, what are your top tips for getting through mental blocks? More of the, you know, I can't be bothered or those lulls and motivation. Yeah. So two things for me is scheduling them in and having what time you're doing your workout and then just doing it at that time. Um, yeah. So, you know, we talk ourselves out of it so often. Oh, um, so often. Yeah. And we think, oh, we'll just do it later then. If you just get on and do it now, it makes life so much easier. And I really find looking at the clock. So it's about one o'clock now. Say I was starting my workout, I'd look at it and say, well, and at 1.20, you're going to be done. Mm. So just get your gear on, hit play. You're going to be done in 20 minutes and you'll be getting on with your day regardless of whether you do it or not. So you may as well do it. And yeah. also if you um, bought that one and for me as well, the looking at the clock. And, oh, it helps, yeah, doesn't I, it? Yeah, it's so good. And if, if you're going to be watching like a favourite TV show that night or something, I picture myself watching that show and you know that you're going to be watching that show tonight because that's just what you do. So you want to be sitting there watching that show, knowing that you've done your workout and smashing out your workout. Absolutely. So, yeah. And you've got 20 minutes, don't you? Like, yeah. you know, we can all find 20 minutes. Yeah. It may not be a pretty 20 minutes. There may be interruptions. There may be, yeah. you know, but you can find it. So one more tip um, I find helps on holiday or at Christmas time is going for a walk. And then nice. just that bit of movement can really help you to then actually do a workout. Um, and then having your favorite workouts that you know that you don't have a mental block on and even Pilates is great for that because you don't perceive it as being tough, but it actually yeah. is really challenging and great yeah. for your body. So Pilates yeah, can be a great one effect. to overcome. 
that slower pace sort of sometimes we just not might not be in the mood to jump but you never know 10, 10 minutes in you start to feel quite good after you've started yeah what motivates you challenges seeing strength gains dedicate community yeah so i'd above. say yeah it's a mix of all of that and then different things have their different purposes um i would definitely say at the moment it's how i feel after a workout definitely how my body looks i'm not gonna lie is a motivator um, but what we encourage people is to realize that if that's your only motivator you're not going to be successful long term so i just wanted to make sure that i did say that because i'd be lying if i didn't say that it is a motivator but mental health at the moment is a massive one for me i love that feeling post-workout and also how it makes you feel long term and the control yeah yeah, I feel in control of my life when I'm regularly exercising. And you, you probably smash out a lot more office work when you've done your workout. You know, you're yeah. just in a better mood, a better mode. You've yeah. energized, you've done something for yourself for the day. Yeah. You're ready to just attack the rest of what you've got on. Yeah, as a stress management tool, I find it really great. So to-do list, I might look at it before a workout and think, how am I going to do this? I can't do this feel really ne negative, do the workout, and then all of a sudden, nothing feels out of reach. Yeah. That, yeah, and it puts everything into perspective, yeah. All the endorphins flowing and just feel mm. good. Um, how did you move from weight loss to body acceptance? Yeah, so I think, did they say there, is it still hard? Yes, and it uh, is. Yeah, love this focus, but it is still hard. Yeah, yeah. so it definitely is, it's ongoing. You have to keep yeah. working on this. Um, and sometimes you don't have to work on it very often. And then other times you have to, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself what your body can do, um, that this is your body. So something big for me as well was when I got skinny, my body shape didn't change. So I still, I was skinny, but I still had a wide, bigger tummy compared to my legs. Yeah. So for me, it was realizing that that's me and I need to accept my body for how it is and I need, need to embrace what it can do because no amount of exercise or negative thoughts are going to change that. So I may as well focus on what I love about my body and yeah, treat it with the respect it, it deserves um, because it wasn't getting me anywhere having the you know, weight and loss. And I don't think either of us will ever lie that it's um, – it's always there, isn't it? You know, you yeah. always look and, and sometimes you put on a dress, you're like, damn girl, looking yeah. good today. And other mm -hmm. times you're like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. This is tight. I don't yeah. feel comfortable. You know, we're, we're human at the end yes, of the day. Yes, exactly. And you have to often remind yourself, like say you put on that dress, that it's the dress, it's not you. Yeah. And just to, yeah. And what I like to do as well is um, imagine that I am a good photo rather than a bad photo, if that makes sense. So if I see a bad yeah. photo, you know, once upon a time you see a bad photo and think, oh, I'm so ugly, I'm so gross, yuck, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but you just just delete that. You just, um, who cares? Like, delete yeah. it. Think of yourself in a positive way. Yeah, and I think like um, you said before, you know, body acceptance, it's, it's going to be hard and it's just always a work in progress. Like, yeah. it's just something that you'll have good days and bad days with. Yeah, especially with um, with diet culture and how we've been you know what's been ingrained with us ingrained in us our whole lives that we need to look and be a certain way and it's not necessarily getting easier um when you're saying about people that inspire us i can't think of your name it's like Dene mercer or something she shows her body in different lightings and oh. different angles and stuff i find that super inspiring seeing someone that yeah. works out and looks after themselves but showing their body um, and I'm trying to do this more um, on the not so good angles and realizing yeah. that we're thinking negatively about ourselves, but that's a body. That's how human bodies are. That's how they're supposed to look. Totally. And all its forms of glory. Yeah. What was your biggest thought pro process that led you to ditch the scales? That put help exclamation mark yes. here. Yeah. So it's realizing that one, that they aren't, they don't actually tell the story. So I used to weigh myself every day and get excited when I'd lost 0.2 kgs, get oh. down on myself if I'd put on 0.2 kgs, for example, like that, that's scrutinizing. Um, yeah. And just realize that there's so much more to life and that 
the fact that we can let a set of scales determine how we feel about ourselves and those scales don't even tell the accurate picture is just oh. absurd. It's ridiculous. And we are I so have, much better than that. Yeah, so much better for it. It was actually, this is quite a, I don't mind, if you don't mind me saying, no, okay. um, this was a, a long while ago and I got on the scales and Cooper, um, I had some scales at home and he said, what are you doing, mum? And I said, oh, I was just weighing myself. And he said, why? And I couldn't really answer it. Oh, I love it. That's so I, I, good. Honestly, it, it just was like, yeah, why? Why oh, kids am I are great. weighing myself? Yes. Like, it, it honestly just changed mm. me. And I was like, yep, you're right, buddy. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, I don't, and I just jumped on. I didn't kind of care. I wasn't too tied up. You were just it, out of yeah. interest, but still, yeah. why? Yeah. And I think yeah, that's but if a big it was thing. a bad number, it might have thrown me, you know, exactly. it might have thrown me off. And that's what people need, need to think about when you hop on those scales. If it tells you what you don't want to hear, yeah, you're going to be upset. If it tells you what you want to see, why is it? Why does that make you feel good? Like, yeah, yeah. that's the big why. Mm. <laughs> Do you take supplements, and if so, what? Yep, I use protein powder. So, mm -hmm. awesome way to get more protein. I'm taking some other tablets that a friend. Uh, gave me prodiatum or something that's helps free radicals in in your body i've i've had issues with my back so i'm just sort of i trying anything my back is the best it's been in three years but i'm not sure if it's definitely because of that but that um i take collagen and amy's just done a blog recently on creatine so i'm going to be um listening to that dedicate eat great but apart from that that's what i take i'm not a massive um not big on supplements um i think we should be getting what we can from our foods um yeah. but if they're going to make you feel good then it's great but i don't think that they should be relied on yeah, yeah totally so that was our health and fitness questions um we're going to move on to a few lifestyle questions now so how do you juggle the kids work household chores manage to make time to exercise time for you how do you do it? It makes me feel tired just listening to all oh, of that. Oh, no. How do you do it? Tell me. <laughs> I don't know is my yep. honest answer. Just um, one time, day after another. Yeah, take each other time. Time management. Um, nothing is ever completely done, which is hard. Prioritizing the important things. Reassessing, like I said before, about how, you know, if I'm feeling like I want to give up on Dedicate, for example, then it's looking at... Why is that? You know, what is it that's slipping and putting more energy into that? Um, but yeah, there is no magic answer. Just give it a go and you'll yeah. work it out as you go. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. I would say having day. a cleaner, if you're needing yeah. to juggle a lot of things, having a cleaner is a big thing. Knowing that your bathrooms at least are going to be cleaned once a week takes a massive load. And I don't have one, but I have been wishing for a washing fairy. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I think, yeah, I'd nearly sub the cleaner out for the washing mm. if She was a putter away era as well. Yeah. Put the washing away. How do you manage your time, i.e. sort of being a mum, work, school, um, yeah. husband, sort of you time? Yeah, so the kids are all at school. So there's a real clear, obvious time that I need to be, you know, that I work when they're at school. Um, they go on the bus in the mornings and then I pick them up from, I always pick them up from school. That's something I've implemented the last year or two instead of them going on the bus. Um, nice. And that was just so that I knew that that was something that I always did um, because I had gone through a stage where I was f feeling guilty that I needed to be, be more present. Um, and I am really present, but as mums, it's something we... <laughs> The constant guilt this constant guilt so yeah. that's yeah something i feel good about um and then lately i've been trying to not do too much work at night but i couldn't have survived the first few years of business without working at night it was just Once the kids are down and yeah smashing it out yeah. yeah so again i don't really have anything amazing yeah. to tell other than trial and error and assessing constantly checking in with with those emotions so if you are feeling guilty about something then it's assessing why you might be feeling that way and getting through that and adjusting things yeah 
How long did it take you to adjust to being the farm wife life or having the farm wife life? Um, Would you rather be in a city if you had a choice? Yeah, good question. So I grew up on a farm. Um, Yes, and I I went to boarding school, so that was where city. Yeah, so that's the model that I've that I grew up with was living on a farm. So it wasn't really too much to adjust to. Um, But in saying that, I totally could have lived in the city. I think where I live now is perfect. I live 10 minutes from Twizel. And it's a great balance of rural life and community. Um, I need community. Um, It's a big thing for me. So yeah, I'd say it's actually perfect for me where I live and what I do. And it's ages and stages a little bit, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. we're in our 20s and pre-kids, like cities are great. But yeah, growing exactly. up as a kid for you, farm life was great. Mm. So ages and stages. Yeah, appreciating each for what it is, yeah. What's your number one tip for being a busy mum and handling a business too? Guys, again, I wish I had the answer. But yeah. just work hard, um, strive for your goals, have clear goals and... Um, believe in believe in yourself exactly believe in yourself and if you don't go after it wholeheartedly if you don't you know mum life will take over if you don't um actually prioritize the business as well so both both need to be prioritized yeah so um what are the best and hardest things about mum life i read something the other day it was so accurate it said what was it my favorite thing my two favorite things are spending time with my children and not spending time with my children. Ah, so I think so good. <laughs> that kind of sums it up. So I think the hardest thing is the encompass, you know, it being all encompassing and not being able mm-hmm. to take a break, take a breather when you need to, when you need five minutes yourself, sometimes you can't have it. So yeah, yeah that's the hardest thing. And the emotions that come with it as well. No one oh, prepares absolutely. you for yeah, heart on your sleeve and mm. <laughs> what do you like to do for fun um, or on your time off? Yeah, time off. I love hanging out with friends and going out for lunch and having a few drinks with lunch and chilling in the sun. Uh, we ski in the winter. And my favorite part about that is saying to everyone, Are you going to the lodge? You're going to the lodge, and then all going to the lodge afterwards for drinks. And yeah, you're a super social person. I can back back that one. <laughs> yeah. So um, I know I'm talking about alcohol a lot, but it's yeah, it's about being around others. And I don't really drink alcohol at home. I only drink around other people. But I'm really keen for a drink when I'm when I'm around other yeah. people. Yeah. It's my Just that fun social, social side of it. Yeah. Um, I'm also sorry. Think? One more thing. I'm also yeah. playing golf. So sport is like I said, a big part of what I do. Um, and what I'm liking about golf is. So I hurt my back about three years ago and I've thought about, it's much better, it's not 100, but it is much better. I thought about getting back into basketball, but I keep thinking, and I know you can't live your life this way because, I mean, you could hurt yourself crossing the street, but mm. could, especially after I have ruptured my Achilles before, it just would be an absolute bastard yeah. <laughs> to hurt myself. It would just be such a pain and golf, you're a lot less likely to injure yourself. <laughs> I think that's why all my mates uh mates who play yep. golf for 65 plus but yes, but um, so you, we're getting older Kate <laughs> yeah starting to slow down a wee bit yeah yeah Kate and I are the same age so I can I can pull the piss a little bit <laughs> uh, what are your guilty pleasures songs meals drinks anything what's some like real your faves yeah bloody Mary's it's, um I was going to say espresso martinis but that's only like at night time what I meant was <laughs> mojitos um, and meals, I love ribs, nachos, pub food. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best piece of advice you have ever been given? Yeah, I thought about this because I obviously saw the questions before we came on here and had to, I didn't think about them all, but sort of a, a couple caught my eye. Um, and I've come back to do your best. This is what my mum always yeah. said to me growing up. And it's something that stuck with me forever. And something you'll hear me say multiple times in a workout is there is nothing more you can do than your best. And that doesn't mean you have to perform every day because your best on any different day can be that. So it's being satisfied with your best and not demanding more from yourself because if you've done your best, there's nothing more you could have done. And it's your best. It's not Kate's best. It's not someone else's best, you know, or my best. It is your Mm. best. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, have you travelled outside of New Zealand before? Favourite destinations? Yeah, so I first left New Zealand when I chased my husband to Canada. <laughs> that was my first time overseas. So we went to Canada and then we moved to London and I did a big trip around Europe. Um, and funnily enough, even though I have a business in Australia, like a registered business in Australia now, I've never been to Australia, which everyone's like, what? Oh, haven't you? Even no. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, so gosh, let's go. Business trip. I know, I know. We definitely Please. will be going when we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to the Marlborough Sounds growing up for family holidays, and it wasn't something my parents could prioritise was overseas trips. Um, the farmers, and they um, sacrificed a lot for us to go to boarding school and that sort of thing. So overseas holidays were out of the question. Then I went to uni, and then, yeah, so the first opportunity was Canada, and then, yeah, I've been to a lot of countries all around Europe, but haven't made it to Australia yet. I've been to Fiji. Um, that's the closest country I've been to that's not New Zealand. But, um, yeah, bring on a trip to Aussie. Yeah, sounds good. Our favourite, um, Dubrovnik, um, Croatia. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, the story about how you met your husband. Yep. So I was home for uni holidays at the end of my second year uni, and he was working on a farm just down the road. Um, and... Yeah, we met at Touch Rugby. Of course. Yeah, and I remember the day that he, um, so we were sort of had a summer romance. I remember the day or the night we were at a barbecue and he said, do you want to, um, you know, stay together when you go back to Dunedin? And oh. I casually said yes, but I was actually saying, fuck yes, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so cool. And you've been together ever since. How long have you and Mark been together now? It was the end of 2004, so was it? Oh, nice. 17 years or something. Have you had challenges <laughs> with your mental health and how have you worked through them? Yeah, so they're the ones we talked about earlier about lack of confidence um, that and then exercise was fundamental to that. Um, those, those challenges with mental health didn't affect me in a deep, deep way that I've had in probably the last five years where I've lost sleep and I've felt, I don't know whether you just don't remember it or, but yeah. I feel like in the last five years, I've felt things a lot more. Um, yeah. A couple of years ago, I went through a challenging patch where things were really rough at school and I was wanting, you know, I was fighting for my daughter's rights and um, it was tough. I was being treated poorly, I think. And, um, I just got myself into this knot where I couldn't sleep and then trying to function and do everything and think logically on no sleep. So I would have gone, I think, probably two or three months with three or four nights sleep every single night. Oh, far um, sorry, That's three or four cool. hours sleep max every single night. And um, yeah, so you just got yourself into yeah into a rut and I was exercising, I was doing things. So yeah, on a sort of a more of a superficial level, it's exercise that brings it up. But if it runs yeah. deeper than that, there's other things often that you need to address and it might be exercise, but it's, yeah. Getting some support and maybe some help to work through it as well. Yeah, exactly. This is the lucky last question, Ooh. but I do have some quick fires for you after yep, this. So yeah, good, good. Just fire. Um, what's your favourite label to wear outside of active wear? Ooh, I don't actually have one. I love fashion. I love clothes. I'm obsessed with clothes. And I do go through periods of that as well. I'm getting back into it again. I sort of was had a bit of a lull over winter and I – this is going to sound silly, but I lost a sense of my self-identity over winter by not doing enough shopping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're so, like, what the hell? This is the same jersey I wore the last three months. Exactly. And, yeah. Um, and But I didn't want to. I didn't want to buy yeah. anything. I just felt a bit sort of air. Yeah. Um, but now I'm feeling a lot more lively. And, You're back into it. Yeah, I'm back into it. Um so I'm sorry, I don't have a particular favourite, but I do love shopping at the Iconic. Unfortunately, it's an Australian company. Well, not unfortunate because we are in Australia as well, but um, I just love that you can send stuff back. Yes. So you buy stuff and you can send it back and they pay for postage back. Especially so I, for you being rural, like online yeah. shopping is your, your yeah, way. Yeah, but really, I, isn't I, it? I even find when I go to Christchurch, um, I can't find anything either. Mm. Like it's really hard to find things. Um, yeah. So anyway, I didn't answer that question, but 
yeah, some answers. We, we get you. You don't, <laughs> yeah. You've got lots of favourites. You love to shop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you so much to everyone for all their questions. They were amazing. And a huge thanks to Kate. I think she answered them superbly. And thank you for putting up with me because I'm not the best host on these sorts of no, things. No, you are We've fantastic. Just, you know, you are fantastic. We've just done our best, haven't we, Kate? We have, we have. But I've, I've come up with a few uh, last night on the couch. I thought a bit of a this and that, you know, like okay. either one or the other. So okay. I've got a few quick fires here for you. I've got some random ones and a few that probably people will expect. So I'm just going to hit you with them hard and fast. Are you ready? <gasps> yep. <laughs> okay, burpees or lunges? Burpees. Tea or coffee? It was jumping lunges, right? Yeah, or normal lunges. Jumping. Okay, yeah, go jumping. burpees then. But I'd prefer burpees. normal lunges over burpees. Okay, no, you've got to jump jumping lunges. <laughs> okay. So burpees. Yeah. Tea or coffee? Tea. Summer or winter? Summer. Sculpt or ignite? <laughs> Tough ones, oh! I know. Pass. Come back to it. (laughs) One coming back. Okay. Put a star by that one. Uh, Jeans or a dress? Anna, these are tough. I know. They're good, eh? (laughs) Oh, jeans. You can't live without jeans. (laughs) Do you pee in the shower, yes or no? (gasps) Yes. Sometimes. (laughs) Cocktails (laughs) or champagne? (laughs) Cocktails. Um, Apple or Samsung? Apple. Pies or a sausage roll? Pie. Power or a boot camp blast? Boot camp at the moment. Ooh. Mm. Exercise in the morning or the afternoon? Morning, but not morning, morning, like 9 a.m. Oh, yeah. So like ladies' hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain climbers or precepts? <sighs> Mountain climbers. Ooh. Night in or night out? Oh, I'm getting older. I once for a time I said night out. <laughs> now I want both. Night out because I, I'm normally night in. So if right, someone okay. gave me the option of a night out, I'll go night out. If we go and cooked breakfast, is it pancakes or eggs? Eggs. Um, are you full briefs or a G-banger? Full briefs. Halfway in between, um, you know those ones? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, this, this leads on to the next one. Undies under the tights or free the foo-foo? Free the foo-foo. Nice. Chocolate <laughs> or lollies? <laughs> Chocolate. Sweet or savoury? Savoury. Netflix and chill or go for a walk? Do you actually mean what Netflix and chill means? Yeah, like you're just going to watch some Netflix and chill out or would you rather go for a walk if you're having Net- some downtime? And a Netflix and chill means have sex. Oh, I just meant this. <laughs> I thought that means just like Netflix and chill out. No. I've got to stop saying that to the kids. (laughs) Oh, no, Scotty and I have really got to stop saying that to the children. (laughs) He'll be going around going, oh, our family, we're just Netflix and chill. (laughs) That is brilliant. No, no, that's brilliant. Oh, well, Netflix or chill or go for a walk. What are you doing? Both. We'll go both. Both. Fold the washing or put it away? Fold. Cook dinner or wash the dishes? Cook dinner. Cook dinner. Now we've got to come back. There is the final question, Sculpt or Ignite. Uh, You're the boss. You can, you can, you can. So say what you like. It's okay. You can, I actually, um, I actually can't both. choose. I literally Fair cannot enough. choose. There is too many positive of both of those. I could not get rid of either of those from my life. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> thank and you I hope so much, Jenna. A lot from Kate today. I've learned what Netflix and chill means. So <laughs> that's the best I've part of the whole today. interview. <laughs> it is <laughs> worth listening to, to to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> I got two. I've got two young children. I don't have time yet for Netflix and chill. <laughs> so good, so good. Thank you so much for doing that, Anna. And yeah, thank you all for your questions. It was really awesome to do it that way. It made it a lot easier for us. So, thanks. Hopefully, it wasn't too boring. <laughs> yeah, it was heaps of fun. No, yeah. it was good. I learned a lot along the way. It was nice. Yeah. Thank you so much, Anna. You're a ledge. Cool. Thanks, Kate. Catch up on Wednesday. Thanks, everyone. Cool. Can't wait. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed that, please tell your friends and an extra bonus, leave us a review. 
Make sure you catch up on episodes from season one that you missed. It's hard for me to choose, but I think my favourites were probably Anna McDermott, the one with the two royal sisters, and Kerry Knight from Maths. If you're not already a Dedicate member, get your two-week free trial at kateivyfitness.com. We focus on a balanced and holistic approach to health and fitness, everyday life, fun and family.